You're listening to the Empowering Process Podcast with your host, Gail Kraft. Listen as she holds frank discussions around how your purpose, being present, and trusting your power impacts your life. Whether you're an entrepreneur, leader, or developing your vision, you'll find wisdom and insights you can utilize right now. Welcome your host, Gail Kraft. Hello, everybody. Gail Kraft here from the Empowering Process podcast. And I have with me a sweetheart, a doll, an amazing woman, Amberly Shreve. Amberly is a personal development consultant, changing hearts and business connection, one card at a time. Welcome, Amberly. Hi, Gail. Thank you so much for having me. I feel so honored to be with you today. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. We had a little chit chat before, as always, you guys hear me saying this always before we got on to kind of talk about what is it we're going to talk about. That's how prepared we are. So we thought there's so much that many of us, especially women, but men too, feel um, around the subject of being invisible, of not being heard. And Amberly said, standing in the middle of the room screaming and no one still notices that you're there, right? To have that feeling of, you know, not even existing. I have have a quick story that I'm going to tell you about, about that. It's not something that I felt often in my life. I've had moments, but it's not um, a normal state for me to be in. But I had a client years and years ago that came to me and she said, Gail, I feel invisible. I'm invisible at work. I want to quit my job. My husband doesn't see me. My children don't even see me. I just want to leave it all. I'm like, well, we, we don't do that yet. We fix the problem. Then we make decisions from a different state. And um, I told her to do something that was outside her comfort zone. I'll tell you what it is in a minute. And two weeks later, I got an email from her. She goes, holy crap. My boss came up to me and asked if I would help him build his next empire. Her words exactly. From invisible to building the next empire. So everything is energy, guys. And when you walk into the room, the energy you put off. And if you're feeling small, people aren't going to see you because they don't feel that energy. So she had, I had to get her energy out there as quickly as possible before we dealt with root cause, but let's change her state first. That's the first thing. The easiest thing to do is change her state. I told her to go to Victoria's Secrets and buy the nastiest outfit that made her feel completely uncomfortable and wear it under her clothes when she went to work. So she had a dirty little secret, (laughs) right? And that energy, clothes does make a woman, ladies. That energy that she gave off, um, that, that fear, that, um, that nastiness, a little sexy, right? Uh, yes, it's not appropriate for work, but that doesn't matter. Energy is energy. And then she was noticed. And then it was up to her to be who she is and always was once she was noticed. And then we started doing root cause work and worked on her relationship with her husband and her children and whatever. But I love that story because she used to call that her Wonder Woman outfit. (laughs) So, 
therapy. She doesn't have it anymore, she tells me. <laughs> she's doing fine without it. So she's learned to, to tap into her energy without you know having to have a tool. But if you need a tool, then you get the tool. So um, Amanda, there are times in your life when you have felt small, that you have felt that you didn't have a voice, that maybe you weren't, you didn't have permission to have a voice. Tell us a little bit about what that was like and some of the experiences that you had to go through before you found the current journey you're on, which is on a journey. Yeah, so uh, back in corporate America, uh, I guess everyone's experience is different within corporate America. Um, I just had a, a different experience where I was not seen or heard or valued which is very difficult because when you give your heart to your job and you, uh, you work very hard and take pride in what you do um, within that space, there are people that unfortunately become part of a, a corrupt atmosphere. And it's a very, very difficult place to find yourself in. And then you have the house and the kids and all of these things that are uh, incredibly important that you need to take care of all of, all of these responsibilities. And you, uh, you sort of feel trapped because you know that you're being mistreated or devalued or manipulated. And you know in your heart, it's not right and it shouldn't happen. And it happens all the time. And that's what led me to this journey of finding purpose and greater connections, more meaningful relationships and people that I could depend on and grow with throughout my life. So it's taken me many years of prayer and determination to figure out what I wanted and what I wanted to be a part of and what I could be proud of. You know, that this is not an unusual story right as it's certainly um, my story as well i've had six incredible successes in corporate america and incredible non-success you know when you think about the law of polarity right you know if i can go to the extreme left then i also went to the extreme right i mean i was on the board of directors of a big organization in boston and then I move out to San Diego and I get my butt fired, <laughs> right? Completely, completely opposite. Um, and it's because in the, those situations, I either had very supportive mentors, right? Whereas that organization where I grew, work was a game and it literally was a game. And we would call it a game. We'd say, what do we, what, no, what's the game plan? What's the game plan, guys, right? And if we did something that didn't work, what I heard was, well, that didn't work. What are we going to do now, right? And it was like, like, what's the next game? What's the next play? It wasn't like, you screwed up. Whereas the other organization in fact, day one, they hired me because I had Six Sigma background. I had you know, the, all of the corporate background. They wanted me to bring this 
to their organization. Day one, oh, by the way, yeah, don't use your Six Sigma tools. That, that doesn't work here. Well, then why did you hire me, right? And did I leave? No, because I found I was trapped. I just moved 3,000 miles across the country, right? I needed the money to have a home, to have a life, to support myself, right? I, but, I, but I wasn't, but I believed I was, and therefore I was. And so because now I'm going into the office with this belief that, you know, I shouldn't be here. I'm in the wrong place. I don't bring value because they don't want the value that I bring. Why am I here? My attitude and my approach certainly was not the best. I have to own that, right? And that's why I got fired because I didn't play their game, right? And that's what happens, Amberly, in corporate. It is a game, but sometimes it's a pretty nasty game. It is very much a nasty game. Um, I just, I found myself in this uh, rabbit hole that I could barely even get myself together to come to work each day and just trying to push through. And um, I, I've really found myself going against everything I believed in and my morals and values because I knew that I had these babies and a husband and a home and cars and all of these things that are important and we need to to live and provide for our family. And my husband and I worked as a team, but still the pressure of having to go through all of that is, uh, is so incredibly difficult. And there are millions of people that do it every single day because they're searching for their purpose and they are mistreated at work and shame on the employers, shame on the, the, uh, the example that they are putting out to the other employees and coworkers and their upper management, because that's really where it starts. Because if you don't- that's exactly lead, where it is. If you do not lead by example, you are not going to have a, a, a thriving business where you are valued and your employees value you and want to be there. And all it's gonna do is you're going to have so much turnover. You're going to have people that are not going to be loyal because they don't feel that it's a safe area to grow and thrive in. Right. Right. When you have a leadership that's focused is um, power, right? Power and control. Um, then you don't have a leadership that hires healthy leaders or that hires healthy workers because they're going to hire the workers that are subservient, right? And, and I saw that in this place that I worked. I saw very smart um, women and men, but mostly women um, bow down to the cruelty. There was one gentleman that I had, I had worked on his project and had built this organizational structure that was amazing. And he needed an assistant. I couldn't hire him one because every time I got someone in there, he would 
be so cruel and so disrespectful and so mean, I would be getting phone calls and they would leave. It, it was a revolving door, right? And, um, and, it, and it was ridiculous, but he was, and, I, and I'm like, why does upper management allow this man who is in kind of a quasi-director role, allow this man to, to have this kind of power? Right. But then that was the leadership. That was the leadership. Yeah. I, I found, uh, and at least I found in my area that it was a sort of a good old boy group and the, the cool, the cool group. Right. And it was a bunch of people that, um, just sort of helped each other's egos along and said whatever they wanted to uh, empower each other, whether it was good or bad. And mostly it was, it was uh, harassment behavior. It was inappropriate behavior. It was uh, negative behavior. And when you are working in that type of an environment, you really question a lot of things about yourself. And you really question the atmosphere that you are doing life in. Right. And I just woke up one day and I said, there is no way that I can continue to work in this type of an environment. And I really wanted to search for my purpose and what was going to make me happy so I could thrive and find a place to heal. Because you, you really need to heal after you go through that period of time. You, you really need to heal within um, so many areas of your life, so many triggers and things that are brought on from being in that type of an environment and clearly people making something that is not okay, okay. So when, so the word that came to, to my mind as you were talking, Amberly, um, is abuse. And that mental and emotional abuse to the extreme and you're stuck for eight, nine hours. And if you're in the situation like I was in, it didn't end there. I would get phone calls. I would get texts. I would get emails. And if I got an email on a Sunday and I came into work on Monday and I had not responded to the email, I got reamed for, God forbid, thinking I had a weekend, right? Um, it was so, so cruel. And the abuse, when you think of a narcissistic man, because these are narcissistic organizations, personalities, organizations have personalities, guys, because the people in it create that personality. And when you have an organization that has that kind of personality, it is, it destroyed and chews up most of the people in it. I've wa I watched people come and go in, in there. I'll tell you when I left, when I got fired, I, I sued them. I went to see a lawyer 
And um, his response to me was, why do you want to sue them? Do you expect them to change? And, you know, it's a national organization. So I knew that my little voice was not going to make a difference there. I said, no, I don't expect that I'm going to change anything. But the specific individuals need to know I'm not going to take it laying down. And it's not okay for them to do this. Right? Um, and his next response was, I've been a lawyer here for 35 years. My first client was from that organization. They haven't changed in 35 years. Just letting you know, they're not going to change. It's who they are. Right? And it, it made me, I mean, I ended up settling because the going through the legal system is also abusive. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a terrible experience. I wouldn't wish it on anybody, um, but I just wanted to heal because I be, had become so um, easily triggered, so um, nasty and mean myself. I couldn't stand myself. And I started to um, work on my own personal development because I didn't like the energy that I had fostered after four years in that organization right? And who I had become. And so, and it's a, all a defensive mechanism, right? You become mean, you become, and you become unsure. Oh yeah. There's so much doubt. Too. Right. When you, when you interact on a daily basis with a self-absorbed, narcissistic, condescending people, you almost start to shut down and that's your, you sort of have like an outer body experience and you like, you see yourself walking around. You're like, I'm, I'm doing it. You see yourself walking around, but you are not in the right frame of mind because you are so damaged and I knew that it was not the right place for me and I needed to find peace and happiness. So my husband and I decided that I was going to, uh, to stay home and raise our girls. And that started my, my real journey was the healing process and finding a way to move through the pain. And I actually had to do it in sections because I was so damaged and so broken. Um, there were so many parts that needed to be addressed um, because there was resentment from me leaving my job. And okay, how are we going to do this? And that was very difficult. And there was pain involved. And um, I, I too was easily triggered. Um, and I'm a hard worker. I have, I have wonderful work ethic. I always have since I've been born. Um, it's just something that's been instilled in me and uh, it comes very natural to me, but it took a very long time to work through the damage and the trauma and, 
um, the abuse that corporate America allows. And through a lot of prayer and determination, it took me about eight years to work through, and, and I'm still a work in progress. I mean, I still work daily on myself because, I mean, come on, we're not perfect, right? Stuff that we, that we always are going to work on. But through prayer and determination, I, I found some, some great networking um, events to belong to. And I never had uh, positive female influence. And now I do. And I was able to meet some really beautiful women, some really wonderful men that the networking industry has been blessed with. And I'm making up for lost time. I am trying to go out there and meet so many people so that I can grow and thrive and learn something new. So I try to surround myself with as many wonderful people so that I can share my experience and teach them how to thrive and grow their business and have more meaningful and really beautiful connections. But it's the, the, the journey is real. It, it takes time to allow yourself to feel that pain and sit in that space until you're ready to move forward. And until you're ready, you cannot repair the damage. I love that until you're ready. And, you know, Amberly, um, I, I, I honestly believe that because I've been on, on a self-development journey since I was 21. This is not news. I've gone to many um, experiences, through many experiences. But that event and one shortly after that were so harsh, so traumatic to my belief system that it forced me to stop and question everything, right? And when you get to that point where you're willing to question and look at things from a variety of perspectives. You know, I, I met with uh, potential clients just before our meeting and it's a couple session that I don't do often, but this one I'm gonna do. And I said, you know, there is no blame, there is no right, there is no wrong. And our meetings and our discussions are not going to be around blame or pointing fingers or excuses because it's just a story. All of it's just a story. Our conversations are going to be around triggers and values and questioning the triggers and questioning that answer and questioning that answer and questioning that answer, right? Um, until I can break your belief system so that you start forming your own beliefs based on your core values. Not what you were told is important, but what you it is important to your body, to your soul, to your experience. And everybody's is different. Oh, of course. Yeah. And things that maybe were important to us 10 years ago. I mean, we have to grow with the times, right? So much changes. We change. Our thought process changes. Our mindset changes. 
um, the things that we maybe had our mind wrapped around and thought, okay, this is absolutely the way to go. And then we, we learn a new nugget of information and it broadens our, our thinking. Um, and I think it's, it's important for us to not be so narrow-minded. I think if we all work just a little bit harder to be um, broaden our, our thinking spectrum, I think we could really create a lot of change and bring a lot of people together to do some amazing things. Yeah, I've always said, um, even when I was a young and in business, that I make the best decisions I can make, given the information I have at the time that I make the decision. If I'm given more information or new information, I'm going to relook at that decision. So, so here's a little nugget for you. I don't call anything a plan anymore. I call it an experiment. Because what's an experiment about? It's about, if I try this, what will happen? Oh, look at poof. All right, so if I take that chemical out and put this chemical in, what will happen? Less poof but still too much for me. Okay, so what if I do, right? So if you look at the choices that you're making, first of all, from your heart, from your values, that you're going to experiment. If it works, great. If it doesn't work, what do you need to change? That's it. And I also give myself permission to stop at any time. I don't want to do this anymore. Okay, it's all right, stop. I think that was my big thing and the two bombshells of my life is I didn't give myself permission to change my mind. And so I found myself stuck and trapped when in fact I wasn't at any point in time, I could have said, yeah, no, no more. And I didn't. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it gives you freedom to, when you start making choices every day, conscious choices that resonate with what you want in your life, what makes you happy in your life. So when you say, Amberly, you're looking for your purpose and your pa passion, your purpose is, is not to build an empire around send out cards, right? Your, your purpose is broader than that. Right. So want to share with us where you're at with that at this point. So my purpose is really to help businesses and corporations implement wonderful acts of kindness so that no one has to go through what I went through. So they can appreciate their employees. They can appreciate their coworkers, their clients, their customers, the people that have a hand in their business because we all want to feel appreciated and acknowledged and seen and heard. And I feel like it is a morale booster when you have people that are happy and feel kindness, loved and appreciated in their business. They will want to grow. They will want to thrive. They will want to be the best versions of themselves. That's exactly it. I'll, I'll tell you when, when I was successful, I was always successful as a leader. My, I always had a team that everyone else wanted. And I always had the staff 
that nobody else wanted when I started out. I literally, um, in one organization I worked in a union, uh, a co or a peer had lost an arbitration suit. And she came to me, she said, I, you know, I lost the suit. She took me to arbitration. I can't work with her. Will you take her? I'm like, sure. All she needs is, you know, some training. And she came to me and I said, here are your boundaries. Here's the training I will give you. And here's the resources you need, you can go to if you're lost and confused, but here's your job. And here's what I expect you to do. No problem. Right. Another organization, the same type of thing happened. I get a call from a, a from a peer. Listen, we've got this guy. He doesn't come in. You know, he's a pain in the ass. I'm having a hard time firing him because the organization we were in, pretty big. Will you take him off my hands? Sure. He was exemplary. He was fantastic. Same thing. All people want to know is that. I appreciate what you're doing. I'm very clear as what I expect you to do. If you don't do it, I don't hesitate in telling you so and what the, the consequences are. And if you do do it, you get a, hey, thank you so much for, for showing up for me, for supporting me because when my staff succeeds, I succeed. And that is this, if you just go in to your job leaders with that one sentence, if they succeed, I succeed, then you'll stop being an asshole. You'll stop abusing them. You'll stop taking advantage of them because you'll create an environment where they can succeed so you can succeed and you'll succeed much faster. I climbed up the ranks within six months of that organization. I was well-known, people wanted me, they wanted my staff. And all I did was appreciate them because I knew if they did well, I looked good. Mm -hmm. That simple, right? So, um, so if people want to get to know you a little bit more, Amberly, and they wanted to get in touch with you, how would they do that? Sure. So they are welcome to text me, and they can reach me at area code. 302-858-3843. And um, they are, that's probably the easiest way to get a hold of me. And I'm happy to share my email with you, Gail. Yeah, I've got it here. And my website as well. Yeah, um, Roxy Beach 10. Yes. And sendoutcards.com. Um, well, that one they they would not want to go onto the website without me. So maybe we'll just stick to the uh, the text um, by cell first, just to okay. reach out. I can always set up a Zoom and take them through the website. Um, my, my number's on the uh, on the website as well, so you would have to put that in. Okay, very good. You have a specific number. I know. I didn't want to put that out here. <laughs> yeah, no problem. <laughs> Okay, so this is fantastic. You know, we could go on and on forever, especially about the healing process and how beautiful it is. And basically, you know, cut your, give yourself some grace. I, I think that was, you know, someone had said that to me kind of recently that when I, when I said, well, you know, this, I do this for me and do that for me. And they said, will you show yourself grace? 
And like, yeah, you're right. I show myself grace. What a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, one thing that I have and I implement every single week is self-care and kindness towards myself because even as women, we always have these expectations and I'm trying to do away with those and really focus on the things that make me happy and that are going to help me be the best version of myself. So kindness and self-care is huge for me every single week. And those things help me be better. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, and, and I talk with my clients about protected time, protected time with, for their spouse, protected time for their children, but I like this protected time for you. Mm-hmm. I think I'll add that to my list of things. Protected time for you. Yeah. Important. So it gives you time to decompress and really think about your week, maybe some areas that you need to grow in, some areas that you need to stretch yourself. Maybe you need to pray a little bit more, or you need to go out for those extra walks or just put your feet in the grass, just feel the earth and just take a couple minutes and just breathe. Um, All of those things are just happy and positive and just allow you to just be yourself for a couple of moments. Absolutely. So be yourself for a couple of moments and find your purpose. So thank you so much, Amberly. This is Gail Craft from the Empowering Process. And if this resonated with you, by all means, like it, share it, let us know if something came up for you because of this conversation, leave us a comment and maybe we'll get back together again and address your question or your comment. And as always, if you know somebody who could benefit from this, share it out to them and let them know that we're here for them. Thank you so much, Amberly. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Empowering Process Podcast. Be sure to visit Gail at gailcraft.com to learn more about how she serves thought leaders, entrepreneurs, and goal seekers. And remember, if you like this broadcast, be sure to share and subscribe so you don't miss an episode.